Hey, welcome to the Cosmetic Podcast. Cosmetic means being a person or thing that gives rise to a phenomenon that is dynamic or energizing. We tackle topics and tell the truth. I'm Roger Garage. Uh-uh, I'm Keith. Uh-uh, I'm not Roger Garage. No, no. Yes, you, I you, am. You Roro. <laughs> no, I am Roro. But today, when I'm speaking to the one and the only... only the the president of the North Attleboro YMCA and the featured cover mm. y'all didn't hear me though the featured cover of Community Rec magazine the one the only Courtney Hunter welcome to the Cosmetic Podcast yeah we don't have the like the button so we got to make our own noise no thank you and <laughs> thanks for having me. <laughs> Yeah, we don't have sound effects. That's in next year's budget, Courtney. It's not, we don't have that yet. I probably, I probably don't deserve uh, all that fanfare, so it's better than you I get at home. Do. That's for sure. How so. many people can say that they are on the cover of a national magazine? And let me just say here, it's a good cover. Like, it's excellent. You look, you should frame that and definitely put that in. That's a great cover. There, there's one, one picture now. I saw you standing, uh, I, say, I think it's in the boardroom. Man, look like a stock photo. That's I was like, it. is that I, him? That Did they get permission? But it was him. It was him. He, you must be a model. Hmm. Hey, if you can make that happen, please, <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Everyone has a side hustle, right? So let's do that. Great things. Yeah. Great things. It wrapped around an amazing article. So tell us about on this episode of Seeing It Forward. Mm. Um what does that mean for you? Like, tell us about what you were talking about in the article. Yeah, wow. Well, first, thanks again for having me. Uh, and it was such a pleasure. Uh, so I don't know if the two of you know, I'm on the advisory board for Community Rec. So I'm always the one uh, saying, hey, this person should be on the cover. Let's do this story. Let's raise them up. Let's let... And so Brittany called and said, hey, I've got an idea uh-huh. about your first year, right? And I said, no, 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 no. That's not me. Like, I don't, I, you know, it's, it's Bertram or it's James Morton or it's, you know, it's people like that, right? It's not Courtney Hart. So, yeah. but, but we started to go with it and, and talk about what got me here and how I, how I got here and what really makes it such a great fit for everybody, for the community, for me and my leadership style, for the team, for the board. Um, and then we start, we started to talk about, what that looks like moving forward, how we, how we do the work, how, how we show up all together in the community. Uh, and it was really fun. I got to, we got to involve our, our board president, Jan Alden and our director of annual giving, Megan Hamilton. They're just total rock stars. Like what a great board chair for your first yeah. year as CEO. So just a lot of fun to talk about uh, how we're, we're going to get it done moving forward and talk about some vision and strategy. Really good, really good time. I, I, you know, I can imagine the the level of kind of nervousness, but excitement when I must say Community Rec consistently has some amazing cover folk. And the mm-hmm. fact that they were like, uh, no, sir, you're in that same echelon. You, too, should be on the cover. Was that exhilarating and scary as heck all at the same time? Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, right. Like crazy. And then, you know, you talk about the pictures and it's kind of funny. But then I go, OK, so this is not like a little snippet on LinkedIn, right? Like this no, is going on no, no, no. in it's people's mailboxes. Right, right. So 
shoot, like, let me go get my haircut. Let me make sure my <laughs> suit is clean. Right? All that stuff. But too, you know, you start to think about my story as a, the first year of the CEO, right? What's it, mm-hmm. what's it like? What's the, what's it like going through the process? How did you get there? Um, I'm not in a place like some of the other cover folks where I'm talking about a million great things I've done already. I'm just saying like, Hey, I got here and, and let's talk about it. And so, so that was fun. Um, and, and you're right, like this honor or this, this feeling of like, I don't know if I, if that should really be me, but Hey, right. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I, I am feeling some kind of way right now because Let's Everyone who has people. been on the cover of Community Rec magazine, raise your hand. For those of you who can't see, Keith did not raise his hand. <laughs> <sighs> Little sister strikes again. <laughs> yes. And I wish I had a little comeback there, but I, I don't even have a, I don't have a comeback. But other than uh, uh, Brittany, uh, I hope you listen. My sister <laughs> uh, Can you please let me be with, able to raise uh, my hand too? That, that's all. I'm, I'm just I'm gonna leave it right there for right now. Okay. But and so, Courtney, why you haven't been in that place like for 20 years, and you got all this phenomenal story to tell about the great things you have been looking at a, a new uh, strategic plan? Mm. Talk a little bit about that. What are you seeing forward at this point? Mm. So, you know, we've had some great leaders here at the Y and and the way that I really try to approach this work from a community perspective is around partnership, around co-creation, around energy like this, like this conversation we're having. And so we started with a vision. How are we going to create a vision that's going to get us where we need to be, that's going to guide us and guide the way. And so we put together a a vision statement. I love it. And I think it's going to really hold us, hold us to that, doing the work the right way to channel the the collective energy of the community to co-create healthier futures for all. And so I feel really, really proud of that vision um, because it holds me accountable too, as the leader to make sure, okay, who's not, at, in this conversation that should yeah. be, who, yeah. who's in the conversation that can bring someone else to the conversation? Mm-hmm. And then how are we gonna really channel all this energy to make sure that everybody feels like they belong, like they have access, like the opportunities are, are for them. And so then we just dig in from there and really coming out of COVID, we have some work to do on mm-hmm. brand, brand recognition. Uh, like a lot of wise, we're doing a lot of great work in a lot of great areas. Um, and how do we how do we message that? How do we make sure people know what's going on in those areas? But two, uh, we have some exciting work going on around potential redevelopment and, and potential nice. comprehensive nice. campaigns, uh, right sizing some square footage and trying to figure out how we how we have a more meaningful presence in our communities from a physical perspective. Um, man, it's a lot. Uh, yeah. It's a lot, but it's exciting stuff. Yeah, I think you know. Your philosophy in the in the energy and the viewpoint you're bringing um, is is representative of a lot of the CEOs who are moving into the seat now, which is different. Right. Having mm-hmm, been in the YMCA mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. some years, we were a little bit notorious for, OK, here's a challenge in the community. We're the YMCA. Let's strap mm-hmm. our, cape, our cape on and we're going to finish it, uh, you know, figure it out. But now. Yeah. So many CEOs are leaning into this co-creation space, right? Mm. And, and saying, vulnerably saying, we don't have all the answers. Like, we don't know 
what's best for you. And we honor that you know what's best for yourself. So tell us what you need and, and let us help you. And um, I'm excited for that, Courtney. I think that you're absolutely the right person at the right time to usher in this new thinking organizational. So what's the ultimate aim look like in that co-creation space? Yeah. I mean, because we want to create, mm. uh, you know, something dynamic. You know, we all, you know, get in a position and want to leave a legacy mm. like because somebody has left this into our hands to the place that we are, right? Like over 150 plus years have gone by and it's still here, you know, like we don't want to be, I know I don't no, want to be. You ain't about to break this legacy down. <laughs> you know, That's right. I mean, so you talk about, you know, putting that brand uh, out there, like what does that ultimate aim looks like to be able to, you know, mm. to do that? Yeah, I mean, you know, one thing, and, and this is important to a lot of wise, right, is this drowning prevention work that, that yeah. we engaged in. And so um, we, we're partnering really closely with, with a school district right now, and we're, we're leading and leaning into how do we work together as partners so that we can provide uh, every single second grader in the school district with a safety around water curriculum. And, and we can't do it by ourselves, right? Like we don't have a host of buses. We don't have the schools or the teachers or the principals to do it, um, but we can do it together. And then uh, that can be a model for how we scale that across other districts. But, you know, I think some of the things we're, we're trying to tackle now, things like affordable housing, uh, really meaningful services for seniors, uh, we're trying to really, really dig into what are relevant youth programs and services, not just like the same old stuff to Rodrigo's point earlier, not the stuff that we've been doing for 10 years. Right. What are the parents out there now saying, my kid has got to have this experience to be yeah. successful? Yeah. And then how do we learn that? How do we understand that? And, and who do we work with to make that happen? Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, talk about uh, the, the the sweet community house. What's the, that's one of your uh, your newest additions there? Yeah, that, um, that you know YMCA's can get gifted some interesting things sometimes, right? And so uh, we got gifted a house last year, <laughs> and uh, so uh, you know historically speaking, it was a it was a house that, that was created and had a board of directors uh, as a social space, mostly for women. Uh, back in the day, but then became a space for gathering, a, a place for belonging. Um, and then uh, about the summer of 2020, you know, when things were closed down, there was no way for that that group to produce any revenue, no way for them to, to kind of keep it going. And, and they saw the work that we were doing around food distribution, around providing some security for, for nutrition for folks in the community. Uh, and we got together and they said, hey, we have this house. And if you can if you can leverage this house and this space to do more of that work in the community in a meaningful way, we'd love to make that happen. And that's that's what happened. So now a year into a renovation and a commercial kitchen and all this stuff. Now, I'm not a decorator. So, um, you know, there's people that. That, yeah okay <laughs> well the next time the next time we have it going on we'll bring you up i'm uh, ready so put me in coach i'm ready you know, the, yes. the goal is like how do we go from 250 400 or so meals per week that we're serving the seniors and families how do we multiply that 2x 3x 4x and the sweet house represents that space a space where people can have access to food a place where people can go to to feel like they belong like to to decrease some of that social isolation feeling. So I'm excited. It just got, uh, just passed a building inspection last month. 
So nice. uh, yeah, we're excited to kick it off. It's a, it's a fun place and it's uh it's going to be a lot of fun to see it grow. Oh, I, I, like I said, I'm here for all your decorating needs. I'm available. <laughs> just let me know. I have no problems coming on that side of the world. Got family over there. Say less. Um, so talking about your, your, your transition into this new role as the CEO, mm. the board chair um, was quite transparent in saying that they were over the moon when they saw you mm. come in as a candidate and then always considered you to be the front runner throughout the race. Like, like it was your race to lose. Right. And so here you are sitting in a seat. Is that pressure? Like everybody really wanted you in there and they were so super excited. You wanted to be there. Like, Oh my God. Over the moon. Over the moon. And do you know what you got to do to get over the moon? What you got to do to get over the man, moon? Man, you got to get down there and get the, go down to Houston, right? <laughs> and, uh, Houston first. Hey, hey, yeah, you got to shoot that rocket up there, man. Get that countdown. And then you got to make sure everything is lined up because if anything is off, you don't get to go to the moon. You don't get to go to Come the moon. Come on, now. You like that thing. You like I the did. way I did. I saw you, you preaching. You like that. I saw you, you like preaching. That. I, I, I know you like that. I know you like that right there. And so, everything lined up because they were, in fact, by their own words, over the moon. Is that pressure? Listen, That's a lot of pressure. You know, you know, when you're going through the process, you never feel like that. You never feel oh, like that, right? Yeah. So when you're when you're in the process, you're like, oh gosh, I wonder who are the other people and what are they doing yeah. and what am I not doing and what's going to happen? And so to hear that and feel that there's both things, right? There's a little bit of, of relief of, oh, okay, because I was just me, authentic, genuine, like yeah. here's my leadership style. Here's how I'm going to show up. Here's how we're going to partner and so to hear that on the other side is a little bit of relief, but until you hear that, right, is a little bit of, okay, just want to check, uh, how does everybody feel about this? And let's just doing a quick pulse check, are we good on this? And yeah. this was a little misstep, are we cool there? And I think, you know, the, the self-awareness to call that stuff out, you know, when you know, okay, that was a learning moment for me as a new CEO, just call it out and name yeah. it right and and walk down that path together and learn from it and move on because there are a lot of those moments too listen they yeah. maybe they're over the moon but i've said a few times um okay we're not going to do that again so right. Right. Uh, let's let's move on but it feels good and then that pressure is, is what i like right like you want that pressure to say okay. hey you wanted the seat you're going to be in the seat now let's see you make it happen okay um, okay so, so, so listening is probably a lot of aspiring CEOs. Uh, so you're fresh uh, off the interview, uh, just about like what take walk people through the interview process to let them know kind of what to expect mm. and and how you reacted to everything that you went through. Mm. Um, good question. Patience, number one, right? So, mm. so you have an interview and you think it went well, and then you don't hear anything for a week. Mm. And then, and then you get ready to send an email like, Hey, what's going on here? Where am I at? But you check with the recruiter and they just say, this isn't your process, buddy. <laughs> <This isn't> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they'll, they'll call you when they're ready to call you just yeah. sit back. And, but you know, that, and boards and through this CEO search, they're not trying to find the raw, like figure out why you're wrong. They're trying mm. to figure out why you're right. Okay. So be you, be you. Don't don't show up 
in any way other than how you want to lead, how you want to do it, how you think the community needs you to show up. Because if you do that, what's going to happen is, yeah, you might win a job, but then you end up in a seat, people are over the moon, and then you show up as someone different yeah. than the interview. Yeah, right? Right. So, yeah. right. so be who you are and, and listen, get some coaching, get some coaching on CEO interviews. So I'm going to throw, I'll throw this name out right now. Cause this is a very dear friend and, and he's doing his own thing. John Kidwell um, mm -hmm. coached me, coached me, not just during that process, but has coached me a little bit since then. Um, and it is, it is mind blowing how you how you piece together answers to interview questions when you have someone to talk to when you're not just reviewing your own notes and not a mentor right like someone that can really coach you and say answer this question and work through he had me do a couple exercises to really think about what were my goals for the position what were my goals for the role um, the preparation for a ceo interview is unlike anything else so be, be prepared, call on your friends, call on your mentors, lean on your network um, and use all those people that, that love you and want you to be in that role um, and be successful because they will not steer you wrong. There's no doubt. Mm -hmm. That's good stuff. That's, 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 that's good, good stuff. wisdom. I, I bet you somebody, they got that pen and pencil out there. Like, <laughs> Go ahead and play it again. Pause when you write that down. Yeah. I guess that's, that's if somebody used pen and pencil. I was told the other day, I was asking for somebody for a pen and I said, Keith, you got your phone right there. Right in there. <laughs> what you need a pen for? I was like, well, I still, I and he went into full <laughs> man mode. I still use a pen. All right. We was like, okay, please find this man a pen. Because this is a thing now. <laughs> please. And I said, well, what are you going to do with the information once you write it down? Well, I'm going to put it in my phone. I was like, I can't. Don't tell anybody else that. Don't tell anybody else that. <laughs> oh man oh man all right so what's on horizon man uh you're in this seat now you've been in it a while um what's next the honeymoon phase might be coming to an end yeah yeah, yeah so so you know how it goes right so you come in and it, it and someone else passed the budget and someone else built the strategic yeah. plan and and now you built the budget and, and you built the strategic plan, right? And now it's yours. So there's, there's no excuses now, game on, right? Like, yeah. let's, let's get it done. So I'm excited to, to dig into some of that stuff. I'm excited to, to really work on some things that, that I feel like I can own and I can partner with folks and we can work through together and lead. Um, I'm presenting at NATO. Um, so, so I did... Um, so philanthropy is really important to me, and I'm I'm trying to get back to uh, this root this root of philanthropy, which is love and humanity, right? Like I don't want to talk about transaction and taking money from people. For me, it really is the co-creation and and the work together and alongside each other. So that's my presentation at NATO. Um, unfortunately, I'm presenting I think at the same time as, as Steve Ives is, is presenting. So you know my room might be a little light, but. Um, but I'm, we'll I'm see. coming, Courtney. I'll be there. All right, all right. I'll be, um, I'll be with you guys, and I'll be with you guys in San Diego for the Community yes. Leadership Summit. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Um, but you know, for the why, it's it's really just here, continuing to uncover gaps and can, continuing to find gaps and and continuing to bring people together. See where we lead. See where we follow. 
see where we fit in in the solution and then and then make sure that that i can lead us appropriately down that path but otherwise it's you know connecting and staying connected and and trying to figure out how i can keep people over the moon you know yeah so. yeah keep them because they're definitely over the moon so you know we like to ask our guests this question because we think it gives us some insight into the person right mm -hmm. so if you are going to be introduced into a space and they're going to play walk-up music what oh. is your walk-up song so listen, you know, I'm going to, I'll say this and I'm, I'm not ashamed. I've probably, <laughs> quote, I've, I've quoted coach prime more in the last two weeks, probably than I have, um, in a long time. Right. But I'm not, I'm not going with his song. Um, so I used to have this as a ringtone on my phone and it used to scare the hell out of me. Um, but it's just, it's tradition, right? Like house of pain, jump around is like, the, what? that's a, that's a, you're my new like bestie. I I never would have thought you were gonna say that song. I would have been like, ah, Sweet Caroline or something. Ah, ah, no. Ah, ah, ah. I, and I would have been so ecstatic because that's a banging song. Like that's generational. But you no. said paid. Jump around. Twenty is my. That's my cousin. The, like clearly we're related. Yeah, that's the that's the nineties walk up song, right? Yes. Like, wasn't that everybody's walk up song in the nineties? That's 90s? the song that's, right there. That's, that's, that's the high now, right there. Really, when we're in San Diego, I can tell you the real walk up songs, but we're gonna we'll just keep this like. Uh, I you can't know, wait. So yeah, everyone can. We don't want the Walmart version either. We want the no. version. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll keep it. Yeah, no, no. Let's say you don't have to edit it out. We'll we'll do that in San Diego. So we're gonna go with the the, the for general consumption walk yes. up song. Yeah, house of pain, yes. jump around, yes. jump around. I love it. I love it. What's what's your walk up song this week, Keith? Because it changes from oh, and uh, you don't have to sing it. Let's just start there. You could just tell us the title. You know, I got you know, I'm an NPR dude. So like, if you're riding around with me, you're probably not gonna. You know, get and and then he does this for. I mean, I mean, I, you know. And then he gets like super excited. Like, did you hear what they said? No, Keith, because it's boring. Can we turn the radio, radio on? I like, like me. I like my good little NPR. Okay, man. so I that like, means you don't have. You want to come up on a stage quiet? You know, I got to think about that because we do ask this question all the time. And like my my playlist is like, what's your play? Like, I don't really listen to music, so like I gotta. I got to I got to do better with you that. You definitely got to do better. Is it is it because it is the holiday season is it the temptations? Sad. Oh. oh. Wow, singing. I, I didn't know we were going to get singing. We're not. Hey, we're, hey, not. Hey, <laughs> we're not. Hey, hey. We're not. I just want you to know I dropped a few lines uh on a call the other day and Keith they said, "Well, Keith, I didn't know that was you. Is, is singing your side gig." So you know, hey. Uh, no. Hey. It's most certainly not. It is most certainly not. I said you in 3 seconds, well, you know, you can sound really good. Right, huh? that's all you need. <laughs> Because <laughs> by that four second, the reality. Hold on, is hold on, hold on. Hey, but look, you, I, I wanted, I want to go back to your uh, to strategic plan. You said mm. brand evolution. I mean, the why's been around forever. Mm. Like everybody knows his name. Like, what are you gonna do different there in that community mm. to just like to blow up the why's name? Mm. Yeah, you know, uh, here, here's what I'll tell you. So I've been around a few why's, right? And there, I always see this crazy disconnect between like we're trying to market to new members yeah and we're and we're trying to market to donors yeah so right. so my thing is hey don't get me wrong i love new members let's keep them coming right all the time mm -hmm. let's keep them coming but 
how do we meld that? How do we make that the same thing? And, and I don't mean, um, I don't mean like your membership dollars do this in the community. I mean, like when you're a member of the Y, here's how that impacts the community and here's what that looks like and here's how that shows up. But how do we tell our story too in a way that's not just about a, a gymnasium? And I'll give you an example. I had a, a, a member email me about the track and said, you know, the Y is um, so much more expensive than local gyms. Now don't say that to me because right. then I'm really, I'm really going to get going. So uh, now this guy, he didn't know. So he didn't know, but so I said, <laughs> um, he just stepped on, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so, but this is on us, right? Because we don't tell the story in this way right, to say, right. so let me, let me just understand how many local gyms are, are teaching second graders to swim for free. Mm. How many, how many local gyms are feeding 50 seniors a night for free? Come on. Right? How many local gyms are providing early education care? Come on. Emergency during COVID, right? Come on. How mm. many, how many of them have 900 kids in camp? Mm. Right. Like how how many do all this? Now he didn't respond, so we'll just leave that. Oh, out what was he gonna say? How do you but, respond? But this is my this is my thing, right? Like our brand is not a treadmill. You our brand you say something. Our Come brand, on, our brand, right? Our brand is how every single person in our community feels like there's a way for them to be successful by yeah. engaging in the YMCA. Yeah. Right? And I believe that in my bones, like in my heart. And so how do we, I don't know what the answer is. That's why it's in the strategic plan. <laughs> but uh, but how are we, we going to walk that path together? Like, how are we going to learn what resonates with people in that way? How are we going to learn how we can tell this story? You know, so I'm not, I'm not taking three minutes like I am right now to, to figure it out. I think that's our next, that's our evolution of our brand. Um, as a social service agency, um, as a partner, as a community supporter, um, and and a place you can go to work out. Yeah, I love yeah, right, it. Right, right, right. I love it. I, man, that's almost like, <laughs> oh, well, this is a YMCA radio show. Talk show. I'm <laughs> but the way you put that is that we all should tell that story. So when we talk about giving a tour, like, you know, yes, we need to probably change that word. of, But like, let's tell our story. So when you walk into what some may see as a gym, no, let's talk about the lives that are being changed mm. in this fitness center right here. Mm. When you walk, talk about walking into the basketball uh, gym, let's talk about how we got mentors that are, are coaching our, our young people. And we go to the pool, we talk about saving lives so that young people will be aware of when, when they're around water, what to do. I mean, let's tell that story and not just this transactional part about you going in here and pumping some iron. No, that's mm. not it. Because the reality mm. is when you take them, they can see the treadmill, like they know what it is. Um, yeah. Press the button and it's gonna turn. Like, this is our fitness center, and you're like, you don't say. Really? <laughs> That's what all those ellipticals are there for. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, as opposed to saying in this community, health mm -hmm. disparities exist, and this is mm -hmm. how we're engaging mm -hmm. folks, and we're mm -hmm. we're making you know a healthy lifestyle accessible right where they live. They don't have mm -hmm. to travel. like. Sir, ma'am, well, I see all those. Yeah, well, I know well, that's the fitness center. When hard times hit, the YMCA is there for it's you. There you know, when we right. talk about when the door shut for COVID.
COVID, the YMCA opened its doors up right here and said, mm-hmm. no, 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 we're not going to sit at home right here. Hey, we're going to make sure that the community has food. We're going to make sure if, if you need a place to shower, come on in here. I mean, no, a gym? Come on, man. Miss me with that. Yeah, yeah I'm with yeah. you, Courtney. I, I'm yeah. with you. That, that taps me a little bit, too. And I do think so, that we do have some work because you're right. It is self-inflicted because a lot of times even in the stuff that we put out the the optics will show the the treadmill or will show the pool as opposed to really putting the images and telling a story out there about how we're more than just we always say we're more than a gym and swim but if somebody had to flip through real quick they would see gym and swim we got to teach that more right like teach yeah. people how to tell to, how to tell the story and, um, and when we get to our Welcome Center staff, whether it's our group exercise, like, let's teach people how to tell that story because it's more than you coming here to this group exercise class and you, you know, jump around. Oh, you get that? You jump around? Hey, mm-hmm. so I like it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> it's, it's more than that. But, like, how do you? How do we get our group exercise? Because here's the beauty of our group exercise that uh, one of the branches that I have is that most of our uh, staff came from our membership base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, somebody didn't go to school on this or they no, there were people who were taking the class who were trying to get their health better. And we said, hey, why don't you come on and uh, teach class? I said, well, oh, and man, sh- geek it's like been, a champ now. It's been a man. But it all starts with a CEO like Courtney who, embe- mm. Courtney who embeds that in the strategic plan. Right. Go. Like it there made it go. a priority for the entire association. That's how that's. Thank you. Yeah. Man, Courtney got us fired up in here, bonus. <laughs> I told you, you asked me, and I, yeah, I said, watch out, here it comes. Yes, so, yes. But yeah, it is, uh, it's that experience, right? Yeah. Like, when you get an experience, it's like how we all stayed with the Y, right? Yeah. No one said, I didn't, most people don't out of college. You know what? Let me go get a program director job that's going to pay I me half something all. else. Right. 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 You get you have these experiences, you accumulate these experiences that have a deep emotional connection Mm. to your heart, to your soul, to your being, to your friendship, to your networks, Mm. to how you show up. And then you say, you know what? I want everyone else to have have that experience, too. I want people to feel that way. So that's the brand evolution. Right. Is like, how do we how do we message that? How do we share that? So that when people have those experiences, uh, they know it wasn't because of a treadmill. Yeah, mm, mm, absolutely. Well, man, you got us fired up, man. Woo! Thank you, brother Courtney, man, for your word today. Yes, Boy, you indeed. sounded like a preacher it up here so on the cosmetics. So excellent. <laughs> That's all he needs to, because you know he he a closet preacher anyway. <laughs> yeah, don't take number a couple of things. Um, I, yeah, I started to hoop on you there when you were rolling down. <laughs> Stand up and say, Courtney! Are <laughs> me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, look here, Cosmetic family. Thank y'all guys for listening to Cosmetic. On this episode with the great one, Courtney Harness, called Sing It Forward. Check him out on the cover of Community Rank Magazine. Hey, subscribe and listen to us weekly. And don't be shy. Give us a five-star review. And as always, be dynamic. Be phenomenal. Be Cosmetic. cosmetic.